Welcome to Hills I Die On. Thanksgiving stinks. Being old is awesome. I believe twins should be separated at birth. The Bachelor is the perfect way to find love. Adults who like Disneyland are deeply unwell. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Hills I Die On. Today is a wonderful day on the podcast because today we're joined by a tremendously talented actor slash writer slash creator. You've seen her in shows such as Supernatural and Eureka, as well as on her hit web series, The Guild. She's also currently the voice of Gulia Yelps on the beloved Nickelodeon series, Monster High, which Mike and I wrote for. We'll talk on that in a, in a second. Thrilling. Uh, I'm just delighted to have her here today. Please welcome to the podcast, Felicia Day. Hello, Taylor. Hi, how are you? I'm really good. I forgot how wonderful your face is and you have perfect teeth. If anybody doesn't know the perfection that is Taylor's teeth, check it out. Here's the thing. I'm so grateful for you for saying that, but I have to know, can you hear my lisp right now because I'm wearing my retainers? (gasps) You have a retainer? So did you do Invisalign? Because I just finished my Invisalign. I'm wearing them right now. Can you not hear my... I literally was like, as I was doing your intro, I was like, I'm lisping. I'm wearing my retainers. Is it appropriate to take them out? Or do I have to pretend like I'm leaning for something? I was too lazy to floss before. I literally came in from dinner and I was eating pie just as we started this recording. But I would have (laughs) my Invisalign in because I'm getting my my final retainers in next week. Congratulations. well, How I have three cavities. No, I have three cavities. Oh, I have a trash mouth too. They just look okay. good. But but my they're falling out. Oh, I famously <laughs> have a treacherous dental history. One of my orthodontists put braces on my baby teeth, which fucked my mouth completely and then Ooh. was deported. The next one was sent to jail for prescribing himself medications. And then what? most recently, when I was trying to get uh, what's it called, Invisalign before yeah. getting married, and my this guy signed on and then took a look at my ex- x-rays and dumped me and was like, I can't do it. And I was like, you can do it, sir. You can do it. And he was like, I can't do it. Your teeth are going to fall out. So I had to find a, the only people who would do it, ortho spaceship in Los Angeles. It is a spaceship, spaceship themed orthodontist. I had to fight children to sit in like the Mars chair and they did a phenomenal job. I love them. Dr. Hakeem. Thank you for taking me on. Thank you for taking a chance on me. Everyone go there. (laughs) That is so much to unwrap. Also, I want to go to the space, Tim Dennis, like because they judge you anyway. You might as well be in space while you're being 1, judged. thousand percent. And you're probably going to be surrounded by children anyway, because we're doing this like adult orthodontry. Did you do the order in or did you have to go somewhere? I had to. I went to my dentist and I got a year of Invisalign. So I had 26 trays. Oh, my God. And I had I mean, I famously have a terrible overbite. And I Wait, know smile that if, for me. No, you have gorgeous teeth. Yeah, but 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 now I do. They really straightened okay, okay. them out. But to be honest with you, what I should do, every time I've ever gone to an orthodontist before this Invisalign situation, they were like, we can't put braces on you without operating on your jaw because it's medical what? malpractice because I have such a bad overbite and I fake it. I hold my jaw forward, but it is like medically horrible, even to the point where I went to the best jaw surgeon in the world who happens to be here in L.A. And he was like, I think you're so bad that your insurance is actually going to pay for this. Otherwise, it was twenty five thousand dollars out of no pocket way. to move my bottom jaw forward an inch and my top jaw back a half inch. But wow. then I was like, how much recovery is that? They're like, well, you you can't you have to drink through a straw for six months. I'm like, no, absolutely I, not. 
I'm also, like, Felicia, what no. if the way that your mouth is built is why you're so good at acting? Like, you're a voiceover I star. I do like, a lot of voiceover and yeah. singing. And well, that's why my mom wouldn't let me get a nose job or braces when I was a kid. Who knows what that what career would have been like? But I, I would have been... <laughs> Maybe a little more mainstream, but then I'd be one of those women who had to maintain her appearance a little bit too much. That standard is too high for me. So Listen, I'm okay being the character friend. I love uh, it. How dare you? You have a face for camera, so you're a babe. <laughs> they put you on TV for a reason. Yeah. They, so that, so that's that my website. They, yeah, so they put you on TV for a reason. Uh, but that's incredible. I love yeah. that. So it, anyway, I decided not to do it. I was like, I just want to look marginally better because I was like, will I pay for this jaw surgery by the number of jobs that I would get having a slightly more standard face. I'm like, no, I'm at the point in my life where don't do anything radical with your face or it looks sad. It's like the 40s sad. Oh, she's trying to do something different. Don't do it, girl. So I just did the Invisalign to get, well, first of all, my teeth were crowding, so I had to do something. And then they kind of like just evened out the bottom and they pushed back the top a little. And I like, I'm very happy, you know, I don't know what they did to you, but you look fantastic. So how long were your Invisalign? I want to hear it. Real quick, based on the, uh, off of your, um, you know, turning 40, looking sad thing. I saw a picture of Amanda Bynes today for the first time. Oh, no. Did you see? She's yeah. on. You saw it. Okay. I saw it because she's, she's like doing podcasts. She, she has a new a podcast. podcast. But I'm like, girl, what happened? But what's <gasps> even weirder, she doesn't even sound like Amanda Bynes. I, it really no. bummed me out. I, I don't I, know. Child actors. Have you worked with a lot of them? Because I think it's the worst thing you could do to your child. I mean, just objectively. I have because I've worked on kids stuff. So you oh, probably you did. have too. So yeah. yes, I have yet to see it go completely sour, but you know, it's only been like seven years. So yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah, the night is Yeah, young. yeah, they haven't gone. The, the kids the that you've encountered young. haven't, they're just in their awkward puberty stage, yeah, right? It's there, like nobody any day now. <laughs> yeah. The only person to ever survive the transition and look gorgeous throughout was Natalie Portman. And that's it. Like she was You're so right. Every year she was gorgeous, but everybody else is like, ooh, what happened? Oh no, what happened there? Wait, when did you start acting? I started acting when I was a little kid, like eight years old, but I only did theater until I moved to LA. And I did, I started doing a little bit of indie film in Austin when I was in college, when I was like 18, 19. But really I didn't start until I was 20 when I moved here. And I was behind the eight ball, you know, like nobody cared. They were like, you're old. I was like, no, I can still play 16 until I'm 80. So I (laughs) clung to that. You could totally play. Yeah, you could totally play young. I'd buy it. Yeah, yeah. I was playing a teenager until I was almost 30. And that's okay. Like, that's the longevity you have to have in this. You know, you have to do it. Absolutely. And then you go straight from teenager to mom. Because I know because women have nothing else in their lives. Yeah. Like, and then and then we turn 40, 45 and they tell us to walk into the ocean. Yeah, yeah. they're like, you're a judge. <laughs> <laughs> Can you carry off police chief or judge? If you're an older woman and can't do those two things, forget it. You're Just fucked. retire. You're so fucked. And then you can come back for like a Betty White renaissance. Like oh, God. Way later. Yeah. And then that's all we're doing for you. That's incredible. Maybe like maybe like an old witch or like an oh, old yeah. teacher. Like a I crone. Feel like, yeah. <laughs> I actually, I actually fired all my reps when in 2018 when they sent me out. I had a baby and somehow I was only auditioning for mom roles. And the last draw was not even a bad show, but it was like the Babysitter's Club reboot. And they sent me in for this like super uptight, plain vanilla blonde realtor. And I was like, you have no idea. Alicia Silverstone, I think, ended up playing the part. <laughs> 
Which is like not who I am. I'm no, just like, no. do you think because I busted a baby out of here that somehow I'm standard? That's that, never going to happen. Uh, that was my, I'm going to be honest. So we just talked about this a little bit before we started, but I just had my first baby. Simon's 11 <gasps> weeks old. And that was my biggest fear was that I was going to have this baby and suddenly be relegated to only writing like network mom content. Yeah, you <laughs> like will. Was- or they're going to shove you into preschool, which is like the lowest paying, the worst respected area in the world. 100%. It is awful. I and then completely agree with you. I, I don't know what to tell you. It is a terrible situation. Oh, great. Thanks. I was hoping you were going to be like, no, Taylor, <laughs> your career is going to be long and beautiful. And you're like, yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> no, I mean, I think you're probably fucked, but you're one of those people who's cool. <laughs> like, I think you're cool enough that you could survive yeah, if you don't that. talk about your kid all the time. You yeah, know, yeah, it's yeah. just you like, have to hide don't... him. Absolutely yeah. hide him. All right. like, no, I, we'll I, cut I this part from the podcast. He doesn't <laughs> exist. If people ask, I'm just going to say, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? I'm always yeah. a skinny. What are you yeah, talking about? <laughs> Absolutely. I will say everyone was afraid to like even ask if I was pregnant. I So I didn't like announce it or anything for so many months because of this fear. And when I finally did, it was so obvious I was pregnant. But everyone was like, what? No, we had no idea. Like I was wearing all black, like long, like sweatshirt, sweatpants to the picket lines. Like just being like, it's it was like 106 degrees and I was sweating profusely. Being like, no, I'm not pregnant. This is just what I look like. And it was, yeah, it was brutal. Uh, welcome back from, uh, from officially non-strike. Yeah, I know. That was a, that was an interesting year after going through COVID and then kind of getting our feet under us and then like, nope, we're all just unemployed and just marching around. It was very, it was a little like life crisis-y, right? I mean, I don't know if you were, were you looking at graduate schools? Cause I was like, I think I'll go back to school and learn how to do Photoshop. Well, I can retouch people's head. I'm not joking. I became a professor. (laughs) So this is an amazing program. Am I still and I'm still hoping to do it. But a friend of mine teaches classes that are just for working writers uh, to teach. So uh, basically, they have like a pool of writers who they will reach out to and ask if you're working or if you're not working. Uh, And if you're not working, then you're eligible to teach a class. And I was like, please, God, how do I get into this? I need to do something. And no one else is going to hire me when I'm pregnant. Right. (laughs) I mean, it's true. Yeah, Although so, that's illegal. Yes, it's true. It's oh, like oh, dirty it's illegal, secret. But let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, I was taking Zoom meetings like as if I was drowning in quicksand from like my chin <laughs> up. Just like, like everything's fine below here. We're good. <laughs> um, you know, it's the horrible part of, you know, and it, it, if I recently, okay, a couple of years ago, I went to Sweden, right? And I realized that there is another way to be. Like, oh, it is incredible. incredible. Like there are, I mean, everywhere I went, there was a dad pushing a, a little buggy for, with a, and I was like, this is weird. Why are all these hot dads with infants? Like, it was just the weirdest thing, but it's just a different <laughs> approach there. Like, people get six months off or nine months off in their That's first, amazing. you know, nine years of their kid's life, and they generally take it in the beginning, and they're, like, all sub- subsidized, and people don't, like, judge you. You keep your job, and it's like, whoa. Is there a better way to be here? Uh, I don't 1, know. 1,000%. Felicia, this was my fault, but I went back at five weeks. What? This I have to say this was my fault because my bosses are wonderful and absolutely would have understood if I took time off. But after the strike, I was just like doing the math of how much I'd be giving up per week. And I was just like, I, I have to go to work. Like, I, I have wow. to do this. But it's because we don't get full paid maternity. We get whatever like 
you know, sense the guild gives us. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So no, it's nothing. Like, I gotta do it. Yeah, oh, I'm it so sorry. Oh, it's really look. hard to be, I mean, just emotionally. Like, I don't know if you're uh, breastfeeding or not, but I was breastfeeding and when I was, I would do conventions and I would be like pumping in like a, a, a gas station and it's just oh, like, yep. I'm trying my... <laughs> And my emotions are just wild. And when I started weaning, I got like PMDD. Like it's just oh, I'm a so whole. Sorry. Deal. It's okay, you know. It's just you, nobody. This is the thing. Unless you're watching a lot of TikTok with women, yes. you don't know anything about, in the world about anything. Okay. No. Anything and I like female. to think ninety nine percent of my feed is women, and I still didn't know. Or even if I did know, I didn't understand it until it was happening. No, I felt like I needed to call every mom I ever worked with and be like, "I am so sorry." <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No because idea. you ghost your friends when they have a baby. Let's be honest. Yeah, if you're yeah. single and they're 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 baby people. It's like bye. Yeah, here's a, here's a gift. <laughs> it's I terrible. I me and be like, I haven't seen you. And I was like, well, you haven't invited me to anything. He was like, oh, I guess I haven't. I was like, yeah. He's like, you have a baby. I was like, I'm still very available. Yeah, I still exist. Thank you yeah, very much. I would much. really love to come. I might yeah, be slightly please. less fun and go home earlier, but like, I'd still like to be there. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The ghosting is, is very heart- hurtful. And since I did it to other people, I'm like, I even apologized to a couple of people. I was like, really, I'm sorry. I yes. just, I was a bad person. <laughs> I'll yes. just admit it. Just bad. Didn't get I'm bad. It was just yeah. so bad. I completely agree with you. Uh, I'd love <laughs> to talk about our children all day, but as we know, we're going to have to cut all of this if we ever want to work again. Just kidding. It's true. It's uh, true. Never kidding. show your child on yeah. screen. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but what we're really here to talk about today, I'm very excited about. It's an incredibly fun hill. Will you please tell me what your hill is? Okay. My hill is that the worst way you can hit on someone that you're interested in is to A, pull out a, an acoustic guitar or B, <laughs> a deck of cards. Incredible. Which is worse? Tied? Uh, you know, it. boy, it's really hard. I have a genuine repugnance against magicians. Not real magicians <laughs> who can do real magic, like, you know, of the elements, but mm. fake magicians who do tricks and whatnot. That is really bad, although... So you're pro-wizards. Pro we'll wizard. Date, we'll date wizard. We'll not date magician. A hundred percent. If you can wield fire, you can get in my loins any day of the week. If you have a deck of cards or pull a coin out of my ear, I will knock your dick in the dirt. Okay. So those two things. So, Incredible. you know, and I feel like that's the rarer, more repu- like the more common is a dude who's slightly drunk at a party and there's a guitar. Somehow he brought it from his car. Like, don't presume to bring I would never bring a violin to someone's house for fun. Like I'm, a, <laughs> I was a violinist early in my life. I can play very well. I'm not gonna break it out. You're and so play right. Some... Any no. other instrument is like actually insane. Like, yeah. can you imagine if I was like, I'm interested in you, and here's how I can play the flute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like seducing them above blowing that thing. I mean, I'm just I, more effective at an insane <laughs> octave. <laughs> I have a piccolo too. <laughs> you like that? It's a woodwind. Oh, um, boy. That's insane. That makes me laugh so hard. Okay, I got to know though, what's your villain origin story? Obviously, someone's hit on you with both these things. I mean, uh, okay, the the acoustic, well, okay, I will say, yes, I have two, two incidents. So I was a musician, as I mentioned. I was a violin kind of prodigy. I went oh, to she college all, at 16. Folks. Yeah, I did, did do really? it all. That's incredible. Yeah, I did. It was a weird time. No one would date me because I wasn't legal, but it's just interesting <laughs> to be 
in a college and be underage, but like contemporary with people. And I will say that if you've ever seen a music school, they're comprised of small practice rooms and they're kind of like a sound booth. You close your door and you practice probably eight, nine hours a day. You're in there all the time. You go to rehearsal, you come back. You're hanging out all the time practicing. The only instrument that was allowed to just sit in the hall and play were the fucking classical guitarist. And they were always trying to get laid. Every <laughs> single one. They were, you know, they, they were very good. And I could I could feel my, you know, I could feel my ovaries like, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Str- I mean, yeah. And I resented that. I resented the arrogance with which they were like, this is my instrument. I'm going to publicly do this and drop some paintings. I just hated that about it. So it started there. And then every party, I will say that Hollywood is awful with this where a guy will have an acoustic guitar and at a certain point they'll start pulling no one wants that they don't like it when other people join in it's not like we're doing a sing-along like a public community event they're like (laughs) i'm giving a concert i'm going to entertain you with the two things that i learned just because there was a girl that i was interested in. i hate it did you did you see the barbie movie not yet i know is is there a scene with it I, the only spoiler I'm going to give you is they the Kens telling the Barbies, saying, can I play guitar at you now? And um, then they play guitar <laughs> at them. And it is the most beautiful cringe. I'm not going to tell you what song because you have to see it. You're going to love it. Text me when you're done oh, no, seeing I will. it. I, will. I have I'm to know. For it to, it's going to be a Paramount Plus. Or, it's going to be some, yes. some streaming thing. Soon it's already on airplanes, it. so you'll see it. You'll okay, see, I'll see yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's a beautiful moment, but I think in that moment, I was like, oh my God, we've evolved past this as a society because I have to admit, when I was younger, and by younger, I mean genuinely like middle school, like yeah. I, my very first boyfriend played guitar and I remember being like this is the this is the pinnacle of hotness right yeah. this is so hot and so cool but, but he you was know, yeah, an you eighth don't have grader back then no yeah, you don't none. taste back then I had a boyfriend who sent me handwritten lyrics from yes songs and I was like <laughs> romance right it's it's the era of like mixtapes and putting like subliminal messaging and like uh, on the when you're writing down the music of what song list is happening next that's amazing but an adult man an adult yeah. man pulling out his guitar and playing it for you okay this might have to get cut but i'm going to tell you it anyway I'll decide later if I want it to get cut. But okay, my friends write on a show that I cannot say what it is, but their boss brings a guitar to work and every day will play them the guitar. No. And this is very common because main lead actors, somehow they're not quite hot enough and they don't have quite enough attention as number one or number two on the on this call sheet. Yes. So they need more attention. So yes. they got you know, they got their full banger or their, tra- you know, they got their big old and they're like, ah, I'm going to do a concert on the steps of my trailer every day. It is. I'm sorry. It is power abuse. It is an absolute abuse of power because they yes. are in a position of power and no one can say no to them because nobody wants to hurt their feelings. Like oh, it, it needs to be added to like HR seminars where it's like, this is abuse. <laughs> this is abuse. You must stop doing this because you are taking advantage of your leadership role. It's true because if it was anyone else, like I'm not saying they're not attractive, nice people who are competent at the guitar, that's fine. But I'm saying that because they're they are at the pinnacle of power on a set, people have to they can't blow them off like you would at, at you know somebody at an Italian restaurant, right? right? You can't just be like, "Here's a dollar." No, you're like, <laughs> "Oh wow, dude, 
You have to get into it with them. This That's is, hilarious. I hate it. It's the magnet that it, it, you shouldn't have to be pulled in for that. The I just, Italian restaurant thing is real. Where are we on like mariachi bands? Where are we on like... <laughs> I mean, I played violin. Listen, I was a violinist. I played a lot of violin at hired events, and I have been t- treated like trash, especially at wow. weddings. Let me just tell you, I'll never have a wedding because people are psychotic. They are awful to the help at weddings. But how can they be mean to the violinist? Did they just like want to We're hired help, slower? man. Like, hired help. Hired help. They yeah, put you like, yeah. behind a plant. They're like, we don't like your hair is a little bright. And I'm like, I'm a- <laughs> If you could be invisible while playing, you're like, yeah, that's what an iPod is. Like, Yes. Thank you. You could have just used a yeah, tape. or a, yeah. absolutely could have just Spotified this iPod. What am I? Did I just go back in time to record this I, It's okay. It's coming back. I bet it's, it's coming back. I, that's the nicest no. thing you could ever say to me. Uh, <laughs> this is the only time it's acceptable for me to say, I just had a child, man. I don't know what's happening. You still got that brain that going out. on, right? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Unless, unless my boss asked me that I'm totally fine and everything. You're totally no brain fog here. None. I am absolutely capable of being here. Uh, That is incredible. Uh, I love this so much. Okay, so that is your guitar. That's your guitar story. But has anyone, so any of these dudes, did you end up dating any of them? You said you were really Absolutely not. I did date a percussionist because for some reason, I will say that my, I had perpetual crushes on percussionists. So do I. Really? Like drummers or like percussionists? Because I was like, marimba is oh, the hottest instrument absolutely ever. Absolutely not. Drummers okay, for okay. sure. I was like, drummers are like the athletes of the musician world. And so it's like artistic, but still like kind of hot. Tell me more. This is incredible. There's got to no, be one specific hottie from the percussion They're all section. of them. They're, I had a crush on all of the percussionists. Xylophone. I don't know why. Because they're, yeah, baby. Uh, <laughs> you, you play that triangle. You can play me, play me like Ooh. a triangle, baby. Um, the thing about percussionists in an orchestra is they're always busy and they always have to play like, you know, 10 different instruments. And I actually had a fell, you know, I fell for a guy when we were playing Carmina Burana and I was a violinist and he was a percussionist and he played this instrument that I'm not kidding, sounded like a toilet flush. And we'd look at each other and we'd laugh because it sounded so stupid, but I guess it was part of Carmina Burana. And that's how we started dang because he played the toilet flushy thing. And so, that was romantic. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. He ended up. And I it think ended in symbols. Oh. <laughs> well, I think that I think that sounds romantic. That's that's amazing. So it's not all music. Also, you specified acoustic guitars. If someone comes at yes. you playing electric guitar, hot or just uh, not as hotter? Icky? I think it's a little hotter. Yeah, I feel like. Uh, although uh, you're right, I think I would be I would be crushing on the drummer. Because the yeah. singer is like chew into himself, chew into his parents. The guitarists are, it would either be keyboard or a drummer, you know, like those would be the two. I'd be like, you're in the back, you know your place. Right. You're like, it's like, I'm not, I'm not quite cool enough to date the guy on bass. I'm a little scared of what's going on with him. The bass, the bass players are a little strange. Yeah, I mean, you definitely. On to to ooh, decide no. bass was where you were at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, yeah, I would definitely say it would be a keyboard. It would just, yeah, the people who are like, I am integral, but nobody appreciates me because I kind of have that sort of martyr complex too. And I'm like, I got you. <laughs> Okay, so that's just more more relating. So, but yeah. if you were, in, I love this. I love this, and I actually totally agree with this. But I think subconsciously, so you're really enlightening me on my own taste in men. Uh, okay. That's phenomenal. <laughs> uh, I have to know then: Have you been hit on by magicians? Oh yeah. No, I have a specific incident where I was at a commercial audition, and this guy, and you know, you know, you're sitting in a waiting room. There could be twelve other people. 
you know when a guy is like, oh, there's my prey. You know, you could just oh. feel the energy. There's something pheromonal. They're like, they're starting to bloom under the under the arms or in, around their genitalia. Like some kind of like wafting, <laughs> wafting thing is coming. And I'm like, oh God, this guy's going to come over here. And I'm like, no, okay, just give him the benefit. No, no, he's sitting two seats away. And now he's scooting. Up. Oh boy. So then he's like, <laughs> just pathetic, pathetic small, small talk. And then he's like, he pulls out a deck of cards oh, no. and starts shuffling them in a very intricate manner, clearly wanting me to say something about it. I refuse to take oh, the bait. No. And he just does it louder and bigger and louder. And then he this starts- This guy is flip- like fully dealing for Vegas in front of you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it was so- And then he's like, hey, you know what? I'm I'm a magician. And I'm like, I can see that. And I got up and I moved across the room. Oh my God. I mean, that it's like crossing the street when you don't feel safe. I respect that. Like, I, I think you did the right thing. And I think if he was respectful, I hope he stayed put. <laughs> I think he was so stunned at my rudeness, but you know, just, I don't have time for that. I'm no, so sorry, I'm sir. Sorry. You're at a commercial audition. You're already being held hostage by exactly. Like, I'm so just many begging. Variables. I'm begging to sell some Cheetos, and then he is imposing himself. Have, have you, he also was like, "Have you been to the Magic Castle? I could get oh, him in." No. Like, don't, oh, don't no. do that. I, honestly, oh, I, I have two friends actually that are magicians or have tried to be magicians at the castle, oh, boy. and both are lovely. <clears throat> Do I think that their card playing makes them sexy? Of course not. No. <laughs> of course not. Here's the thing. Do Here's I the like thing on a fundamental yeah. yes. On a fundamental level, this is a person who has put major time into deceiving people. That is their joy. That is their pleasure. They want to make you feel like a fool. <laughs> or okay, dazzle okay, you. That's not how I, yes, okay, dazzle <laughs> you. That's not how I see magic. I will say I love watching a magic trick. I'm so down with the magic castle. I think the way they do that sleight of hand stuff is amazing. It's amazing. It's just not sexy. No, There's no, it's no, not if sexy. you're hitting on somebody, it is amazing. I, I want to know but... what happened. I don't want to know what you look like naked. <laughs> like, no. I want to know how you guessed <laughs> my number, not what you're like in bed. I agree with you. I agree with you. There's no situation where, I mean, if you say I'm a masseuse or I'm a cook or I can repair your yes. toilet, I'm like, I'm naked. <laughs> that, you're like but, the three things I need. If someone could fix the pipes in our house. Oh, oh, it's something nice sexier than it. a competent man. I don't know. Or a competent totally. person. I admire anybody who, there is a, there. if you go to UCLA Extension, it's not UCLA. It's like, oh, it's like LA Community College. They have an extension course that they did. That was like five weeks long and it taught you how to rewire a lamp and fix your toilet and like do three other things. And I was like, these are the, I would be the pinnacle of me if I just took this community account. So like that's, (laughs) I'm not saying that it's not, you know, I'm, I'm normal or, and I don't want to insult. I'm sorry if there are any magicians, you know, out there. I'm sure the the average magician, magician is much more intelligent and intellectual and curious than the average person. So I'll give you that. Just don't get your deck well, of cards sure or pull anything out of my ear. Yes, we're sure there's girls for you. Or maybe find your wife, get her to admit that she won't break up with you because she loves you <laughs> unconditionally, and then reveal to her your tricks. <laughs> Keep it I like a this. secret until you know, until you know I like that this. she's okay with it. I also, okay, real quick, have you, uh, there's been this whole like suits renaissance. Have you fallen for it and started watching suits? I have not because I don't. I don't know. You respect I respect your own time. I respect. 
I mean, I will say that I love a good 22 episode season. I love a Ugh. lot of content. I get amnesia. And of course, my genre is all geek stuff. I love, yes. you know, and I love it. But the problem is when they're adapting, all, I want like a Xena. I want like, you know, I was on Supernatural. That was my bread and butter. Yes. Sadly, CW isn't even making those shows anymore. But I don't want to do eight episodes every two years. I forget in the middle. What's same. going on? Same, same, same. I don't care about the characters, right? And those recaps aren't enough. I find myself no. going to YouTube to like literally look up like what happened and who are the characters because I forget what people look like, what they did, all of the above. But wait, so yeah. I got into Suits and I will just say, first of all, it's incredible. It's the best show on television. Oh, okay. Uh, I, in the last 11 weeks, I have watched four and a half full seasons. They are hour long episodes. It is a absolutely disturbed amount of television the, the there are lines that are so bad and yet acted so beautifully that it is it's just a perfect film however wow there is a character who the whole premise is that there one lawyer hires a younger lawyer who never went to law school uh but he has a memory that is uh like he has a photographic memory so it makes him incredibly smart and so he becomes good at the law and i was like that's amazing that people actually have that, right? Like I was thinking about that. And then I thought to myself, where do those guys go? And I thought, oh no, most of them become magicians. Because oh my that's God, you're right. what card, that is most of card tricks is just a really good memory, right? Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. And that, and that, that show. And what a fucking bummer. You could yeah. do so much with a memory like that. What are you doing, man? Don't, don't do that. It's not that well paying. I'm just telling you, you're not getting no. tips. Go, go become a poker player, count in Vegas. Like then, then you're going to yeah, get something out of that. That's number two until you get caught. And then you either like, yeah, yeah. what happens when you get caught? You go to jail. I, like That's, that's I'm like sure. the hot version. That's the hot bad boy version. <laughs> well, I did. I dated a guy when I was a teenager and he was inappropriately older than me who was my pool billiards instructor. And he Incredible. later became a professional poker player and he didn't get hotter. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I will say that Suits is a really interesting example of remember those USA like hours of like Tony Shalhoub. I think it started with Monk, right? Flawless. And it was like Monk a is my favorite show and I'm not joking. Hands down. I was on that show. Do you remember me? Oh my I God. was part of the what? wine. It was the wine murder one. And Chris D'Elia was uh, my husband. But it was the one that was set on a, on a vineyard and there was a murder and it ended up, well, I don't want to spoil it, but Alicia, I was in that. Of course I remember it. I am panicking right now. Oh, oh my God. Did I become a real celebrity too? <laughs> I am so star starstruck. Like this is the credit that matters the most. I am starstruck. I am jealous. I am so proud of you. I'm so impressed by you. I need to know why that's not the opener in your bio. Like, I'm going to re-record to say Felicia Star of Monk, Tony Shalhoub I mean, and Felicia Day. It was a pretty great gig because we went up to Solvang, and this was before Sideways, and we were just shooting up there. Incredible. Also, Tony Shalhoub was probably the nicest person, as was Taylor, the co-star. And I will say that I learned how to use a nose hair trimmer because Taylor Taylor used it in the makeup trailer. I was like, oh, we should I should be doing that. So thank you for <laughs> teaching me how to girl. I love that. That's incredible. I really, really love that. Uh Natalie's amazing. And uh I will say my friend is family friends with Tony Shaloub and says that he is genuinely the nicest man on planet Earth. And thank God for that, because I don't think yeah. I would be ready for Monk to be ruined. Like there are so few celebs what like you become jaded so quickly when you're in this business because there are so many people who let you down who you're like oh like that sucks and yeah. Tony Shalhoub 
amazing guy. The other one for me, thank God, Daniel Radcliffe, nicest guy in Hollywood. <gasps> Is he really? Absolutely because that makes me hopeful. So oh. hardworking, so kind, so thoughtful. Like, yeah, true, Aww, a true that- treat. That tr- truly makes my my day. I kind of want Emma because Watson to be like that too. Wizard, because as we established, you Thank are into you. wizards. <laughs> Thank you. I I who was Eddie Redmayne? He plays. The, oh. He was in the sequels. Yes, but those movies suck. <laughs> They're so bad. But you, do you did you see Jupiter? Um, did you see the Wach- Wachowski um, one with Mila Kunis where she was dating uh, Channing Tatum and he was oh. a space werewolf? Incredible. <laughs> One of the worst movies ever made, but also the best. And Eddie Raymaine literally does the most embarrassingly large performance I've ever seen on screen. And yet I still was like very excited to see him get on the plane. And he got on the plane with me going from London to L.A. And he was, I'm not shitting you, wearing a newsboy cap and a 1930s getup. And he had a leather briefcase that was at Stop least it. 100 years old as his carry-on. I was like, he's real. He's real, but he's not real. This is crazy. Do you think he is method? Like, do you think he was like getting into a role? Because that's hysterical. You're too rich know. to be dressing like that, Eddie. What's going on? <laughs> I know. I don't know what it was. But I, I just, maybe he's that hip and then he needed a yeah. handlebar mustache and maybe just like an old timey unicycle. I don't know. I, I, but, I honestly kind of like a man at a time look. I'll be honest. Oh, yeah. I he was incredibly hot. hot. Yeah. I will say he was incredibly, I was it's like, like I'm really into this. It's like hot. Like, yes. <laughs> like what yes. Real, behind it is they probably put way too much time and thought into it, but the aesthetic yeah. looks effortless and like, oh, you look like Ryan Gosling in The Notebook. <laughs> <laughs> He's exactly what he looked like. Right? That's better than any acoustic guitar party dude who definitely does home highlights. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, man. I I feel less, I feel like, I feel less <laughs> bad for the guitarists than I do for the magicians. Like, I feel I mean, like- I I bashed him really hard. Oh, I'm so sorry. Please. And I'm a little facetious, but not really. <laughs> I, I'm with you and same and same. And I only say this because I feel like the guitarists like were probably not bullied and that's why they think they can do True. that. Whereas yes. the magicians were definitely bullied, but this is the way that they learned how to talk to people. <laughs> No, you're that's, absolutely right. It's like I have to get it. I have to acquire some skill because some skill. everybody's awful to me. Yes. And this and, is the way that I'm going to stand out. And I find yeah. it like slightly more charming than like, hey, babe, I'm going to play you a song. I mean, maybe. Yeah, I agree. I actually agree with you. The, the arrogance of the guitar is more irritating than the the magician. Than the dorkiness. And, Neither are yeah. that. <laughs> we'll continue no, with no, that. No, no, no. I mean, there is a sort of smug enjoyment of fooling people that I, as a person who's very self-conscious and embarrassed of ever being like not right at everything, which is, is my own so downfall. Funny. I so, love like, that it's... you see it as trickery. I have met very few people <laughs> who see magic as trickery as opposed to just like a party trick. Right? <laughs> like, if anything, I feel like they're trying to be like, look, I made your card appear. It's like interactive. And you're like, how fucking dare you? How did you know eight of hearts? You monster. I now feel like a fool. Like everyone knew he was going to get your card. It's a trick. <laughs> you're right. It's just my, this is my problem entirely. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I love that with all my heart. Um, okay. I have to know, uh, what is the worst <laughs> song that someone could play you on guitar? Oh my God. Stairway to heaven. I mean, <laughs> awful. That's a awful. good one. I, I would have to add anything Dave Matthews. 
Oh no. I mean, oh, 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 uh, who was it? I gave I had a C section. Oh, me too. And oh yeah, I just I had a placenta previa, but you choose to get a C section, go there. I'm so glad I didn't go through labor. I could just oh, thank yeah. God. I'm Mine never was emergency too, but same. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I didn't know that I could choose a playlist when I went in and they got epiduraled me and suddenly there's music on. I'm like, no. Oh, no. No, don't deliver my baby to Jack Jake Johnson. Jack Johnson? No. I was like, is it Jake Johnson or Johnson? I don't know. That guy. I was like, Jack no. Johnson. What was it? Like banana pancakes? What were yes, they playing? <laughs> it was just bad. I don't know what it was. I was like, it was something oh, just so smugly sm- guitar man. No. And I was like, no, don't take her out yet. Did you hold her in? Did you hold her in and make it take it, make them take it out? No, they took it out, but they changed to Adele the minute she was out. So I was like, all right, at least she's got some power ballad going on. Oh my God, on. that is so, I, I'm sorry, that's medical malpractice. That's absolutely <laughs> medical malpractice to turn that's on me. music while you're delivering. That is like a monumental memory. And you're like, my child's brain is first developing to the sound of Jack Johnson. I yes. <laughs> Oh, it was incredible. I, I can't even. I, I really need to. I need to figure out which song exactly it was, so I could be very specific of what I hate. Yes. <laughs> what Adele life. song was it? Do we know? Um, it was again. I was epiduraled and very out of it. But I just Amazing. remember her. You know, she was screaming. It was great. Yeah, I mean, yeah. She was very impassioned. Absolutely. I mean, a yeah. belting woman. While we're doing our belting women thing, at least feels like slightly more on theme. Exactly. But man, but, oh, Jack Johnson. That is. That's fucked. I have to know if it was the doctor or oh, if it was a God. nurse who wronged you like yeah i don't know i don't know it was several there were several doctors there but i think it was probably a nurse i'm thinking it's a nurse they was very casual you know it's weird to be like oh i mine was an appointment c-section so i just was like oh 5 a.m i gotta go in get a baby out and i had to pick i had to pick her birthday which was weird and so i had them delay one day because my best friend's birthday is the 24th of january and i was like well i don't want to share a birthday I don't want to, you know, so I was like, well, let's just wait until Thursday. <laughs> I, I fully, Felicia had the same thing. We, I ended up really? just going into labor, but they were like, you have to pick an induction date for if, if and when you're induced. And wow. I was like, oh, but then somebody that I like, I love, but I would never want to raise was born on one of those days. <laughs> and I was like, oh, astrologically, I don't want that day. Like, I love him, but like, I couldn't possibly raise him. I, it's got to be the day oh, after. Amazing. And I was like looking it up and truly to the point where my doctor, I reiterated multiple times because she was like, maybe you should come in the day before, like if you really want this day. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I just want to make sure it's not that date. And when I was in the hospital, she couldn't resist. She was like, can I ask why? And I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to get into it. It's a whole thing. I was like, I'm too humiliated to tell her that I'm like astrologically like haunted now. Well, I, I, I feel bad because my daughter was supposed to be born on like G- uh, February 3rd. And then it was a week before. Right. Um, and she hates red and she hates her garnet. The garnet is the January burst. And she really should have an amethyst, which is her oh. favorite color. And I don't want to tell her that I'm the one who did that. That, I need your birthstone <laughs> change. I'm so sorry. That's on you. That's you. You know, yeah. I was, I actually, there's a girl at work who is like super into astrology, which God bless. I love when other people are because I like to I hear do. I like, read my the, chart. I don't believe you, but I want yes, you to do my work. And I, exactly. And I want to know and tell me nice things yeah. about myself. We all like to feel complimented and, and, yeah, of and course. valued. Uh, but she said, I was asking her, I was like, so my son was born, uh, and is a Libra, but I kind of wanted him to be a Virgo. And I was like, if I pull the trigger and induce him early, 
does that count? Cause I'm like playing God, but knowing that he should have been a Libra, like, mm. like, so we're, you know, what did she say? And she was like, I think it's whenever he comes, like if you play I God, agree with then you. it's, then it's, you agree with me that like, if, if I, he was a Libra, no matter what. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I agree that it's when you're out in the world. Oh, also, oh, yes, I yes, will yes. say that I could totally see a guy coming onto this podcast saying the hill they would die on is the least sexy thing a woman could do is read astrological signs. Completely and totally agree with you. And I actually have that on our list when we play the game of does this give you the it? <laughs> and do you think the same thing applies to men? Like if a man were to tell you your chart? Um. Oh, no, that would be more. You're right. It's like I would be interested to know why he was into it. It would be less of a cliche if a guy I like non I like people who do things that are not predictable. Totally. So I would be interested, but probably not respect him later because he would probably be a guy with a top knot. And that's probably not going to happen. anyway. (laughs) Yeah, it feels like it comes with like a whole other like. Yeah. Like just like constantly trying to force you to do shrooms on a work night. You're like, exactly. <laughs> or Oscar Ganga or what is that thing? Uh, where everyone pukes together. Oh, you know. ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's for sure trying to get you to do ayahuasca on a yeah. top mat while talking about like no. the experience he had in Bali surfing and doing yoga oh, and teaching a yoga retreat. Anyone Ugh. who teaches a yoga retreat. <laughs> no, no, I don't want to hear about, no, please stop it. That's hilarious. That's so not, I mean, God bless. You know what? They're very healthy. A hundred percent. I know I say this when I like literally my aura ring, which is my entire personality is like, you are legally dead. You have not moved today. <laughs> and we are not positive that this is connected to a living being. Well, I bought an elliptical in January and I've gotten on it three times. I've counted. Oh so. my God. Congratulations. You've surpassed the amount of times I've used my fucking Peloton. <laughs> <laughs> oh no I by the way does anybody want it tweet at me if you want my peloton and i might just leave it on the street you can come get it <laughs> i'll pretend to mike that we were robbed and that's the reason i didn't sell it on facebook marketplace and we'll never talk like about it saying again. for six months for you're gonna do right yes like for six months you're gonna i'm gonna get rid of it i'm gonna get rid of it it's, it's literally we finally moved it to a different room and then moved it into the carport so it's just out there <laughs> the begging, begging to be stolen <laughs> You're just putting it out there. If it somehow disappears. Come take it it in the middle of the night. None of us will know. (laughs) If I hear sounds, I'll be like, it's the raccoons. Go to bed. (laughs) Amazing. Yeah. Uh, God bless people who do yoga. Congratulations. You're better than us. (laughs) Before we get to the game, which I really want to play, I have to know what's the best way to pick up somebody? Oh, wow. I mean, for me, you should be wearing like a a gamer shirt. (laughs) Oh, cute. Okay. I love that. But yeah, it says you have something in common. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I, I would, I think that if you, or you're kind to somebody, if you're like kind to, like, okay, here, a little kid, you're obviously a single dude, a little kid falls in front of you and you go out of your way to lift that child up. That's, that's darling. pretty. That's hot. That's pretty cute, that right? That is really cute. I would also say just being kind to like any like staff. You're like, yes. oh, you're respectful. Like the bar is so low. <laughs> it's just yeah, like, the bar is so, it's low. so low. It's like giving somebody extra 10, like a $20 because you, you know, somebody's had a bad day in the tip jar. And I'm like, oh, that guy's hot. Yeah, a hundred percent. And you're like, oh, you did a nice thing. Oh God. The kid one bums me out so hard because I feel it so much, but it's also such a reminder of the idea of like when a mom wants to leave work for a sock kid soccer game, it's like, ugh, she's not committed. And the second the dad wants to leave, everyone's like, that is so nice. Oh my God. Go, Look at go. him. Go. You care about your kids and like yeah it's internalized in me too because unfortunately I'm like yes 
You are the, the one. bar for f- father involvement is so freaking low, it's and a that's why when I went to Sweden, I was like, every guy is hot here because not only are they actually hot, like all Swedish guys are hot, yes, but the fact that there's a kindness and they're encouraged to have this sense of community, and there's again hot dads with babies everywhere. I'm like, yeah, uh, I it's like not this just place. like purely run by capitalism. Yeah, you're no, so right. It isn't. You're so, yeah. so right. My other question for you was going to be, what's the best and worst way to get dumped now that we know picking up? So if you have a fun oh, story about wow. that, I actually do want to hear it. The best and worst story. Oh, boy. The best and worst way to get dumped. Um, The best is to have an excuse that you're leaving because I'm a conflict avoiding person. Oh, so it's so just like I have, to, I have to move. I have to go. <laughs> I'm going off to... You know, I got re- reassigned and I think it's probably a good time. So that's the best, right? That is the best. And I feel that way with everything. I'm so conflict averse. I once told a realtor that Mike moved to New York and we weren't buying a house <laughs> <laughs> because I physically couldn't tell them it's not working out with you and you scare us. <laughs> so Mike I was would like, do that so bad. Mike was I'm like, doing- I just got a text message from our realtor congratulating me on my job in New York. And I was like, oh, yeah, I probably should have. <laughs> told you you live there now you gotta, you gotta coordinate your life i think the worst play, w- way to work wake up with someone is to take a picture of your new partner oh. or somebody you're dating put it on instagram and say like at and then just tag them oh bummer that would be a, that's a real bummer yeah that that would really suck that would be the worst you know someone that, that that's worst. happened to no, I'm sure there. It's definitely uh, happened, for though. sure. People are off. Yeah, I definitely I got mean, dumped from like a situation trip on Facebook once, and it was like, "Hi, Taylor, I've met someone else." And I was like, "This sounds like you're canceling a networking meeting, <laughs> and not like wow, you're breaking I've met up with someone me. else." Yes, and I mean, it was like a weird situation ship. It was like a weird long distance no. thing. But I remember reading it and being like, "Huh." You like drafted this and then sent it via Facebook DM. That's also oh my how long God. ago it was. But like, and I just remember being like, wow, like you could have truly told me like, I'm unavailable to read your spec. And like, that is how it read. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that I'm, I have not, do not have a large dating history because I literally, unless I fall in love with you immediately across a room, I will not have anything to do with you. Oh my so like, God. We're the same. There's no casual, like, I don't want to waste my time with a stranger 1000%. who I'm not obsessed with. Okay? Completely. I once very so seriously like, got mad at a man who on after date two said he couldn't hang out that weekend because his parents were in town. And I was like, you don't want them to meet me. He had known me for the equivalent of like five and a half hours. It was unwell. But like, I know. I just know. Yeah, you know? no, I know. It's like when you read a script or watch a show, you're like, I know this is something yeah, this for me. Is it. Like, why this would you not know this? It. Yeah. And I'm confused that we're not on the same page and totally yeah. ready to skip it all and just decide we love each other based on nothing but pheromones. But here's the thing also, the times that, uh, you know, I have gotten with somebody and then they break up with me always because I will never let go of anything. Um, <laughs> Incredible. I tell them, I'm. you're going to, want to come back to me and I'm not going to be interested and then they're like yeah sure like clockwork like three months oh, later they're like the hey I, I kind of I'm sorry I'm like I you were dead to me the minute I you told left. you that's incredible. I'm sorry that's incredible. so like sorry I too will hold on to things but only because I'm such a chicken that it was like too hard for me to break up with people so oh, wow. I would just like yes. try to suck until I could be the one who got <laughs> dumped. And I will say that might be the worst way to dump people. That is the most immature. <laughs> yeah, it is. I, I'm the same way and I cannot confront anything. I will adapt to any situation. Like I'm a very adaptable human. Like if there was an apocalypse tomorrow, I figure it out. You know, <laughs> yes. I'm very flexible. I will make it work. Yes. So like 
any situation you put me under, I'll be like, yeah, okay, I can see that. You know, <laughs> you want to, yeah, you want two other partners? I, uh, okay. That's how, amazing. How are you going to keep your dick clean? Okay, yeah. let's, let's do this. <laughs> as long as we're doing frequent testing, I suppose. Oh, man, I would love to be the girl who is cool enough to be like, absolutely, let's open it up. But I am way too much of a jealous No, no, bitch. I wouldn't do it. But I would I would think about it. I literally, because yeah. I'm such a like, okay, I'll make it work. Yeah, absolutely. No, for the record. I respect those that can and healthily do that. It's not A lot of people do it lately i'm totally how does that work yeah same and how are you not just like fuming with rage and like googling them and being like do you (laughs) love her yeah no it's uh, not not in my blood um okay i want to play a game with you this uh it's another game it's called does this give you the ick and i'm just going to ask you a bunch of random things uh that may or may not give you the ick (laughs) with partners Ick is a bad thing right yes well the ick is defined as like you know you either you either have a crush on someone or maybe you're even with someone. And then, you know, that moment where you're like, I have to break up with this person immediately. Oh, yeah. And yeah, like yeah, the I thought of having yeah. sex with them is so horrible. That's the yeah. ick. Right. And okay. sometimes it can happen even if you don't want to sleep with them. You could just be like, that guy's hot. And then immediately they do something and you're just like, oh, it's oh, God. Very frequently to me. Yes. 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 <laughs> and I'm very easily turned on and off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's great. That The triggers, you know, you exactly. You know, your triggers. That's fantastic. Okay, so I have a list of, of things. Uh, some of them I got online. Uh, some of them I've got from tweets. Some of them are just my own personal icks. Uh, and I just want to throw some of them out there. Uh, okay, the first one, a guy chewing with his mouth open. Oh, um, oh boy. Probably, probably an ick. It just depends on what's in there. You're so right. And how loud it is. Yeah, if it's chips, if it's a snack food, I'm okay. If it's dinner, that's a different situation. You're so right. Any type of meat feels like like yes, Neanderthal esque. Yes. But like oatmeal, no, yeah, you're, so, you're right. so right. But Doritos, reason, I'm like, fine with it. Popcorn, chill. Yeah, yeah, Go yeah. Totally chill. Go ahead, gnaw on that popcorn. Uh, that's hilarious. Um, someone tripping up the stairs. Oh no, that's adorable. Oh, I, I love agree. a good little Charlie Chaplin physical humor. I you, totally you'd be agree. Clumsy. Yeah. I would say the thing that would give me the ick is if they couldn't play it cool. Like if they laughed it off, I would be like, yeah. "That's darling." But if they were like, "Somebody tripped me," like <laughs> that's less attractive. It was when they got it mad. They're yes. like, who, "Who moved that stair?" Yes. I'm like, "No, this is not the stairs yeah, fault." You sir. fell down. I fall down all the time. Uh, that's amazing. Okay, posting thirst traps on social media. Gross. No. That gives me the ick no. times a bajillion. Gives me the ick. What are you what are you doing in your DMs? And I gotta I say that goes both ways. I feel like men yes. will just do the standard uh thirst trap. Women <laughs> within the last couple of years have been doing the thirst trap plus a political post. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And that bums yes. me out. Bums me yeah, out. That gives me the ick. Well, I will say it's really hard, you know, like as somebody who makes I make all my own content, you know, I don't really get paid a lot for the stuff I make because I love making stuff. But, you know, if I work five years on something um, and then if me posting like a pretty picture of me will get like 20,000, you know, more likes than just the poster of the thing I've worked so hard on. It's just, we used to have a joke like Absolutely. when I was doing the Guild. It's like, oh, we uh, a new episode is out and I had a taco. If you, po- if you post that instead of just a new episode is out, you'll get like 100 times the engagement. That's so, like, hysterical. Social media is weird. But I won't defend anybody and be like, you know, who's posting in a bikini and be like, hey, let's support the rainforest. Yes. <laughs> or being like, 
Yeah. <laughs> More gun control now. And it's just like yeah. tits. Yeah, I totally it's agree. Tits. Um, <laughs> but yes, I, I agree with you. And also, let's be honest, we all love and need validation sometimes on our of looks, course, especially as <laughs> we age. I'll and never like, not use the Paris here. filter. Oh, yeah, my God. Pa- I love it. I love it. It's the Botox. Botox I'm not allowed to get. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't you get it? Because we're breastfeeding. I'm not supposed to. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. God, yeah, so I forgot about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's like very little science about it. And no judgment to anyone who still does it. Um, exactly. Yeah, you know, there is no, there is very little science. Yeah. I didn't do it, but I was, I was angry the whole time. Yeah, I, that's how I feel. And you can tell that I'm angry now. <laughs> because oh, no. Yeah, I get to, yeah. <laughs> real bummer. Real bummer. Uh, also, real fast, someone told me today uh, in the room that their wife has an amazing theory that uh, when your face is too frozen, uh, you so you know when you talk to someone, if you have empathy, you sort of like reflect back to them what you see, right? And in yeah. doing so, yeah. it sort of builds empathy uh, in in your brain. So her theory is that if your face is frozen, you're no longer capable of doing that reflection, and you may actually lose empathy. And I was like, No, it's true. I think I read a study that says that's true. Did you? That's amazing. Uh I think there was a a study that said that there was less emotional connection when you have uh, a Botox face, which, you know, is not going to prevent me from getting... No. My dad... Well, here's the problem. My dad was a a plastic surgeon. He just retired, so I'm going to have to start paying for my my Botox now. And I'm like, I haven't gotten it because I'm like so reluctant. That was so rude of him. He should have worked what? forever. This is just when I'm starting to need some stuff, man. man. Literally, come on. Wait until it's like there's no going back. Give us till like, ugh. yeah, no. He should be die with a scalpel in his hand. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so I'm screwed. I'm gonna have to find somebody, but I'm in denial. So I'm like, oh god, I'll just, I'll just and see what see what's under here for a while. <laughs> until then, the Paris filter. Thank you. Uh, I did find myself. Ugh, I, this is the saddest thing in the world. Uh, I was posting a picture and my child had baby acne and I was afraid I looked like a bad parent because his face was Aww. covered in shit. And I almost Paris filtered my baby. And then I was like, oh, no, oh my God, I'm a monster. I mean, that's, I that's... was like, no, instead, you can just resist the urge to post pictures of your child every 30 seconds. I cannot Paris filter yeah. my child. This is, this yeah, yeah, is yeah. horrific behavior. I had an Instagram account for my kid and they took it down. They were like, you can't, even though it was private, there was only like what? 20 people on the Instagram. They took it off. They were like, you're underage. I'm like, really? Are you really policing that that badly? Because I just read an article about child exploitation that's very rampant. Yeah, on Meta, that but you may I'm sorry. To. Yeah, maybe you like, may want to look into. Yeah, crackdown on fake news versus like yeah. the pictures of my kid like playing in the grass. How dare you? You. exactly um, okay here's one that i this is the one that i just thought of that that really bummed me out uh talking about cryptocurrency oh god no <laughs> oh it's the oh i i dabbled in that i lost a lot of money oh, because no. they shut down and just stole it all from me so i'm like particularly salty about that and then also i'm a ai hater because of many reasons but also it's like the the same dudes who are into crypto are now like into AI. And I'm like, you're the worst people. For sure. You're literally the worst people. Also, wait, when you're saying it shut down, was it because you uh, invested in uh, not AMC, but uh, you were on? No, no, no. It was it was like a it was a creator GameStop? coin that you t- uh, that, that a major Hollywood agency was backing. And it was oh. like a creator coin. So like I did like 18 months of work and hung out with my fans for very minimal money. It was like a $5 one-time buy-in, and I just <laughs> hung out. You know, I did all this work, and then they shut down right before. No. You know, like, they shut down and took all the money that was in my account. Oh, man, and just took sucks. it. So I ended up getting screwed. My fans got, the, you know, content and all the stuff that right. I 
I gave them work and, and yes. you know, interactions. And it was very fun, that that part. But the fact that they stole everything that and just is shut down. horrifying. Walked away. They turned the keys and they're like, bye. Yeah. I, yeah, it's cool. It was a learning lesson. I know. I got into it, too. I actually did make a little bit of money. At first, I had made a lot of money, but then I hung on too much because greed. And then, it, then I only yep. made a little bit. And I was like, mm. I got to get out of here. And now that I have a child, not a chance. <laughs> That's no, 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 no risk. That's just Zero gambling. risk. I'm, I'm a very non-risky person. And like, I only did that because I was like, well, if this goes south, the only person who really gets screwed is me. And it happened. And it's like, <laughs> fine. It's what it is. Completely. Okay, I got another one for you. This one I found online and it made me laugh. A man with a backpack standing in line. A man in a backpack? Standing in line, oh. specifically. Um, I don't, I don't have an ick about that. I want to know what's in the backpack. I mean... Is it a hiker? Is it a guy who always packs a backpack? I don't know. Right? Is it's it a guy collegiate? who looks like an investment banker wearing a backpack? Like there's something about that juxtaposition that's like mega dork. <laughs> yes. I don't like a guy in a suit wearing a backpack. Yeah, that a combo is not yeah, a good Yeah, you're look. so right. You're so right. Okay. Name dropping. No. No. I don't like it at all. I don't like it at all. Yeah. It's because a then you know that they acquire the relationships so they can name drop, right? Totally. It just sounds like, oh, it makes me think, like, why are you talking to me? I can't offer you nothing. This isn't going to last. I can offer you nothing. But then they wouldn't be talking to you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you're so right. You're so right. So maybe we don't like Especially- name dropping because nobody wants to talk to us who can name drop. <laughs> I'll let you know. Here's a tip you're at a party, you don't want to talk to somebody, just say, I've taken, they're literally the first thing out of their mouth is going to be like, what are you doing lately? I'm like, I just took some time off to, you know, for, I had a kid and I took some time off to, to take care of her. They will leave so instantly. Fast. <laughs> Instant. They'll be like, oh, that's oh I gotta go. <laughs> the repulsion. I am going to use that. That's amazing. Yeah. Please use oh, it. That's fantastic. I love that so much. Okay. Uh, talking during movies. It's not great. I it's kind love of, it. I want to talk. You this love is, it? This is me defending myself because my husband fucking hates it. And I'm like, I think it literally <laughs> may give him the, like, it drives him nuts. He'll pause the movie and be like, now you can tell me something. And I'm like, no, I'm just, I'm just talking along with the movie. I'm commenting. I, no, no. Are we to, okay. So I had the context. We're in a theater and somebody's oh, talking. Oh God, no. That's like sociopathic that behavior. That's like, what are you fucking I, doing? Yeah. What are you doing? No. Sir? Or madam. Um, yeah. No, I'm okay with we're in a mood. We're in the house. and Because for me, like, it's kind of, um, it's a difference between shopping for makeup at a Nordstrom versus a Sephora. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, <laughs> the Nordstrom is a sacred place where you can't touch things and you need to ask for help. Sephora is like, stick your finger in everything. And that's how <laughs> the, the viewing experience is for me. That's incredible. And I love this. And I can't wait to relay this exact thing to my husband the second we hang up. I'm going to be like, <laughs> you're in a Sephora, babe. Strap in. I'm touching it all. I'm putting the lipstick straight on. I'm not using my finger. I'm just going ham for it. Oh, that's insane. I love that very much. Um, Okay. Uh, I agree with that as well. Uh, Using an electric scooter. I, oh boy, this is hard. This is hard because I think a guy in a suit on a scooter, he feels like he's going somewhere. A guy who's wearing shorts, not so much. That I'm is like, you're, so you're funny a slacker. because I would literally rather meet shorts on a scooter than suit on a scooter for some reason screams Whoa. like I work at a hedge fund and I have a tiny dick. What are you doing? Oh, sir? that's right. <laughs> oh, I, can't, I have no interest. I have no interest in you. Why are we doing this? I feel like you're doing it in your head. You're like telling your dudes like, bro, I took a bird to work. And you're like, oh, I hate you. I hate you so much. I feel like the scooter is less repulsive. I don't know why an electric bike is more irritating. That's I don't know why. 
the flat track bike it's, is more confusing because you're like are you a tourist do you live here i don't know who would willing well anybody who willingly bike in la is either arrogant beyond belief or suicidal and both of those are a problem <laughs> yeah you're so so right yeah it's it, real the biking culture real really tough uh I, I would say oh i gotta be honest men in biking shorts give me the ick Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! It's too tight. It's like they're cr- you're crushing your dick, man. It's just the it's whole like outfit. A, it's like, why are we doing this? I don't like a girl in an exercise bra either. Like, I don't like I don't like to see titties smashed into your body. Oh, like, I feel like genitalia needs to swing. Hilarious! You know? I love a sports bra cleave. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. I I'm feel not- like it's tight. I'm it's wearing hot, one right now. Look. Hot. Hot. <laughs> okay, okay. 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 I that's so funny. I feel like when <laughs> boobs are too far apart, I get confused. Like I feel like <laughs> more, the more smashed they are towards your neck, the more I'm like, okay. I have fibrous breasts though, you know? So like they mine already stand up too much. Oh, so like, they're perky. Like a, oh, that's they're, amazing. But they're cratery. They have literal craters inside. They're like, <laughs> oh my God. They're rock, rock hard. Breastfeeding. Yeah. Mine just yeah. inflate and deflate at the moment uh another thing that would get men to turn this off completely uh okay this one i found online and i found um, hysterical men being spun around in a barber chair to reveal their haircut <laughs> like think about I love it, it though it's kind of, i it's kind of, i don't know it's it is kind of it, it's like they're too proud of themselves yes right? and it's like that fresh cut is always a little bad and so there's something yeah, so yeah. funny about like, uh, that, yeah, it's like a t- I can see that I just took my kid to Cookie Cutters, which is a local kid. I'm sure you're going to go there because they could sit in a they could sit in a like a fire truck or in a Batmobile Incredible. and get their hair done. That's what it feels like. Yes. A little boy getting yes. their hair done. And then the cape comes off and it's like, give me the lollipop, mama. Yes, that's exactly what it feels like. And I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> I absolutely agree with this. I thought that was an agree, a great one. Um, okay, another one. About it before. Now right, same. And now I like absolutely repulsed. I was like, oh my God, why is men getting here? That's the grossest thing I've ever heard. Uh, <laughs> so funny. Uh, okay, saying a bad joke in the group chat that doesn't land. Ooh, oh, that's just a wince. I, I have such mortification problems. Like if I misspeak or I insult someone accidentally or I do a bad job at something, only in my mind. I will be mortified for maybe months. Oh, absolutely. Perhaps years. Absolute shame. And then when someone else does it, the secondhand embarrassment, like those dork chills, extreme. <sighs> chills. Absolutely. I, I would I could definitely have an anxiety attack over somebody else's gaff. Yes. Like that. Yes. Completely yeah. and totally. I, I agree Ooh. wholeheartedly. I will say there's a way to redeem yourself if it's a bad joke and you acknowledge it and, and you can save yourself. Right? Yeah, you can. Like if, you're, if you're self-aware. Self- yes, correct. Yeah. But if you just Well, like, that really landed, yes, right? Exactly. There you go. Because I mean, you're out. we're all in, you know, the writer's room is a lot of like, you know, you, you have a couple good ones and every so often so everyone has a stinker and like- Of course. Who was it? It, it was some, uh, it might've been Conan. Somebody was saying, yeah, I think it was like Conan in a room who, if he had a bad joke, he'd be like, and jetpack to the moon. <laughs> like, it would just be like- <laughs> Well, also, you want to be in an environment where you can be safe being bad. Oh, absolutely. Like, that's that's life. Yes. You, you just want to be safe being bad with your mom. You know, like, that's, if you, it's a basic parenting thing, but also, like, a creative thing. Yes. If you can be safe being bad, then you're going to make, do your best work because you're willing to risk stuff, right? So true. So, so then I think what we've come to is that it gives us the ick if they have a bad joke, but think it's amazing. Yeah. Or 
it was racist or offensive oh, in yeah, some way. You're like, oh, well, then you don't just oh, have no. the ick. You get like the extreme bad vibes. HR. Then that you get puts HR you, yeah. involved. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're like, and bye-bye. Yeah, that, absolutely. That's, that's, that's a, I, I'm leaving the chat. Taylor has left the chat. <laughs> Taylor's left the chat and she's going straight to HR. Uh, okay. I have a couple more for you. Uh, having a nice car. Okay. I, are we talking like, this is hard because I don't like people who are into, you know, I don't not like them, but I don't like it. That's, you have a bad apartment and a really nice car. That's a priority situation. You know what I'm saying? Crazy behavior. My neighbor used to drive his insane car to the cheesecake factory for his job. We lived together in a (laughs) rent controlled apartment in Los Feliz and it would like make insane noise and wake us up as he was leaving to go wait tables. And I was like, what are you doing? Sell it. Sell it. Yeah. I mean, I will say that if you are driving a Lamborghini, that is a huge ick. But if you're driving like one of those where you're just like, I tricked it out. I got this Honda Civic and I put the spoiler on and you put these wild paints and stuff. I don't think that's icky. It wouldn't be my type. But I'm like, I kind of admire that person for living their dream. Hold on. Okay. I agree with you that the Lamborghini grosses me out. For some reason, I'm just not into cars either. And I'm like, what are we doing? You're overcompensating for something. But the fact that a tricked out Honda Civic, that is such a specific person. And as someone who drives a Honda Civic, I got to (laughs) know, how can I even trick it out? I love this. I now kind of want to be this person just to see how people react to me. That is so funny. I honestly was so like laughing so hard at the idea of a Honda Civic that when they asked me what color, I was like, I can't have a black Honda Civic. Honda Civics can't take themselves as seriously as black. No, it's like silver or bust. Like silver bust. A black Honda Civic doing? is just like literally putting a, a, a lipstick on a pig. Like you're you're like you're not a BMW. You can't be black. No, it's what true. Are, you're a Honda it's Civic. It's true. Okay. Well, it's like a guy wearing a black trench coat. They're like trying to be matrix, yes, but they're not yes. Keanu Reeves. Like, yeah. What are you doing here? Take no, off the black. Go away. <laughs> I totally agree. Go away. Black, black trench coat is another ick. And I would also say less ick, more college are immediately. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I've seen, I, I will say that the big coat, the trench, you know, I just need to know more motivation about it. I'm not as icked about it unless it's leather. And then I'm really dubious about w- what you're into. Yeah, it. Bu- yeah, I think it bums me out. I feel like a kid in my high school definitely wore a long black trench and it was like for, for fear. <laughs> it was like, I'm scared. For, for fear. They yeah. wanted to make people yeah. afraid so of them. I was like, it's okay, working. that's not attractive. Yeah, yeah like, you know what that is scary. I don't like this no. at all. Um, okay, let's see. What else do I have for you? I have zip up cardigan all the way up to your neck. Oh, no. Bummer. Well, I don't know. If you're from Highland Park, that's the native war. That's the native outfit, right? <laughs> you're so right. You're in a hit part of L.A. You're so right. All the way up, baby. I don't have I have a wool allergy, you know, like a, a sensitivity to wool. It gives me uh, certain wools will give me hives. So automatically I need to know if it's cashmere. I'll be like, oh, all right. You want it to be cozy. If it's wool, I'm like, are you a nightmare? Like the <laughs> Are yeah. you are you a masochist? Yeah, for What's sure. Going There's on? no way that doesn't feel insane. I, I agree with you. I also am realizing I think I'm more fine with a zip all the way up versus man and scarf, which I weirdly am like, what oh, are you doing yeah. here? Take the scarf off. No, no, no. I don't like the scarf. Or if it's clearly a vintage, because I can smell a vintage sweater like three blocks away. Yes. <laughs> and if you, if I know that you're wearing something, a sweater 
that someone has clearly died in. I mean, you're, the odor pheromones don't go away. No. Okay. And I, they're I under love the pits. Vintage shopping. Wash it. You can't just buy it and wear it out. You got to get it dry no. cleaned. You got to spend a little money to get it clean because I t- also those pheromones. Like so, when you're at you're the other person's pheromones are very hard to get out. Really? And when you're sweating and activating those with your heat, <gasps> you're sweating with other people's pheromones. So you're probably attracting the wrong. It's like when you wow. get a nose job. When you get a nose job, your I guess your nose pheromones are affected and you might be attracted or attract people you <gasps> wouldn't have been attracted to before. Whoa. So so I'm thinking if you're wearing vintage and you're in a hot environment, you're probably attracting whoever that person used to own that, maybe a dead person. That's who they would be attracted. It's well, like now a I also have to know like what's the rate of divorce among women with nose jobs? Or men I mean, with nose jobs, either. It's, it's like being on birth control, right? Doesn't that make you attracted to people who you wouldn't normally be attracted to hormonally? What? That's what I read as well. Wow. I don't just look at I. I read way too many headlines on. I don't read the articles. I read the headlines. Oh, of course. On the oh, internet, of course. So, and then sometimes go. I'm like, I read this article, and then I realized later it was I just saw a TikTok, so I cannot validate <laughs> whether or not this was real. I did do no reading. I saw the headline from a 16 year old with access to the internet, and I believed it and shared it to the world. Of course. We all make fun of boomers for being the ones who fall for fake news, but we are all. But just we're the next boomers, baby. Bad. We're the we're next so ones. We're so close. We're so close. I found something that expired in 2017 in my. Th- in my uh, pantry and I was like oh boomer dressing. <laughs> 100% was it a salad dressing because then you're absolutely no it was panko crumbs which I'm like they might still be good oh, I don't know yeah you're good yeah you're fine <laughs> <laughs> I feel like expired salad dressing is like my mom's iconic move it's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. and she's like it's fine we're both my, your dad's still alive <laughs> oh no oh no <laughs> that's not good. Salad dressing goes bad. It's, it's oil. It's dairy. It's like ranch dressing. No, that's dressing. not all right. I know. Not all right. I agree. Uh, Laura Cox, if you're listening, please advise. Um, please <laughs> take, take heed, dad. Um, all right. And last one, last one I've got for you. Uh, farting in front of you on the first date. Oh, boy. Oh, that's really hard because... I kind of like, I think farting is funny and I don't mind it when people fart in front of me. Same. But like, is it a silent but dead? Like, oh. is it a fart that you're like, oh, you didn't acknowledge? If you, okay, if you fart and it's like not apparent that you fart, but the smell is there and then you don't acknowledge it, that's humiliating. A, that's an Such an But ick. if you let one, yeah, you let one rip like a real loud one, and you go, hey, that's charming. I don't know why. I'm disgusting, but that's, that's the differential. I would say, yeah. That's very interesting. I completely agree with you. If it's like silent, it clearly just slipped out. They didn't mean to. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, just God, say something about it. I'm so sorry. I'm cracking a window. Like, it's like, okay, I'll laugh about that. Yeah. I think if someone lets out a giant rip on a first date, I don't even know if I'd get the ick. I'd just be like, oh, you hate me. <laughs> <laughs> you hate it's me. It's true. Like, this is There's so a comfort level. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, Literally, I think my boyfriend waited until it actually bugged me. My boyfriend, my husband, the father of my child. But when he was my boyfriend, (laughs) yes, that dude who I love very much. I remember like, again, I have Crohn's. So like, you know, I was like dying for that comfort level where we were finally farting in front of each other. But like, yeah, he wouldn't do it. And I was like, you haven't farted in front of me once. And it's been years. And finally, finally, I think it was like literally four years in. Like it was like so long where I, I finally was like, well, this is me. So <laughs> love it or leave it. But he still hadn't done it. 
And we rarely, rarely fight. But when we do, it's like a biggie. And I got mad at him for something. And we were just having this fight. And he just goes, you know what, Taylor? And he just let it rip. And I was like, (laughs) that was the best thing that you ever could have done right now. I was like, I now have forgotten why I'm mad. I'm so (laughs) thrilled that you finally did this. And I was like, you only get to use it once. So you saved it for a pretty good fight. He was saving it. It was the ripcord. Exactly. And like, literally, we never talked about it again. It was like the fight was put to bed. And it was like, yeah, okay, you win this round. That was darling. <laughs> That's incredible. Does he fart in front of you now, or was that just oh, like yeah, the start non-stop. of? Okay. Now I'm like worried that like he's allergic to all food. It's like one of those things where <laughs> it started to become so bad that I was like, have you been holding all of this in for four? Like now I'm worried. I know about that's you. really concerning about his health. Completely, like his colon health. I completely agree. Yeah. Now, now it's wow. now the wheels are off. Um, listen, I know you have to put your baby to bed, so I don't want to hold you too much longer. Oh, How this are you is good. Feeling? This has been. A wonderful conversation. I uh, I feel like no magician. I'll I'll be put on some kind of blacklist <laughs> on a on a Facebook forum, and then I'll never work again because there are too many stealth magicians There's, how in this many business do you think and in there this world. Are. How many do you think there are? Hundreds, 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 hundreds of secret magicians. Out. If they're secret magicians, then they know they're secret for a reason. They know, they know that this okay. is the reason, and they're we're just validating their secrecy. We're just saying okay. keep it underground. We all have quirky just, habits. <laughs> just bring it out in in non romantic context. Yes, all, that's exactly. What I'm saying. It's exactly. it's not your trump card into a vagina yeah, or that's, whatever. That's a partner. great way of putting it. Like, do your magic. Have fun. We love a show. You know, when it's a good show and the magician's also like a good comedian because when they're a bad yeah. comedian, extra oh, it's hard. great. I've seen Ricky uh, Ricky James. It's a uh, I've seen a lot of my partner loves close up comedy. So I've seen a lot of it and I've never felt like sometimes I feel like they're trying to fool me. But some of them like (laughs) David Kwan was amazing. Like so like I have enjoyed magicians. I just don't want them hitting on. Yes, you're just not trying to like have sex right after they guess the queen of hearts. And if you can ice bolt, just call call me. (laughs) You can actually authentically ice bolt. Call me. Incredible. I love that. Felicia, are you feeling good and dead on your hill? I'm really good. Thank Fantastic. you so much for this. Are you ready for your eulogy? Yes. Oh, well, before we do it, any last words? No, that's it. Perfect. I've got it. I feel like we've done Fantastic. this. My cheeks hurt from laughing, I, so thank too. you. That was a true joy. Um, all right, I'm reading you your eulogy. Let's do this. We've gathered here today to celebrate the life of Felicia Day, who tragically died on the hill of the worst way to hit on a person is with a guitar and a deck of cards. <laughs> Uh, it double whammy if you're doing it with both. We haven't even talked about that. Whew. Oh, yeah. Felicia survived <laughs> by a number of wonderful projects, including her new Audible experience, Third Eye, starring Neil Gammon and Sean Astin. Uh, I'm sure that's available anywhere that you find Audible books. Uh, you can Audible.com slash Third Eye. Oh, yes, sorry. Audible.com. Back from the dead. Audible.com slash Third Eye. Thank you. Uh, you can follow Felicia's legacy on Instagram and Twitter at Felicia Day and on TikTok at Felicia.Day. If you have Felicia day on tiktok just give it up just give it up give it to her if you know who has felicia day on tiktok just let her have it the trifecta you can also follow her updates on her new website felicia.day felicia we are so very grateful for your time here on this podcast and this earth may you rest in peace Oh, incredible. Don't touch that jaw if i had your voice i would absolutely <laughs> mouth of an angel <laughs> Thank you for doing this. <laughs> Thank you for letting me be on uh, here. Oh, so fun. 
Hey guys, thank you for listening to Hills I Die On. If you like what you hear, don't forget to like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review letting us know what you think. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram at Hills I Die On Podcast and on Twitter at Hills I Die On. Follow me on Twitter slash Instagram at I'm Taylor Cox. Thanks again for listening and hope to see you next week.